Hello, everyone, and welcome to Watch and Walk podcast with Ebenezer. This podcast aims at inspiring you to trust in God and obey His Word every day. Be edified as you listen to this exhortation. Hello, friend. This is Ebenezer. I believe God's grace is keeping you well. For the next four weeks, I'm going to talk about the issue of prayer. Uh, we are going to look at what I consider to be the fundamentals of the Christian prayer. Um, just as the disciples asked Jesus to teach them to pray, I'm praying that the Spirit of the Lord will use these teachings to equip us to pray well as disciples of Christ. The first thing I'm going to look at is what is prayer? When Christians say prayer, what do we mean? Even though my focus today is not on why we pray, I hope that these thoughts on the meaning, the essence of prayer, will give you an idea of why we pray as believers, as Christians. But then I believe that we cannot understand what prayer is all about, the essence of prayer, without understanding what saving faith is. When the Christian talks about um, salvation, saving faith, eternal life, what does it mean? So I believe when we understand what saving faith is all about, it will help us to connect it with the essence of prayer and why we do it as believers in Christ. And so for this reason, I'm going to first attempt to describe or explain what saving faith is all about. Uh, faith in Christ or faith in God. When the Christian says, I have given my life to Christ, what that means. As I said, I'm just making an attempt to describe or explain because I believe it is a mystery and no human being can understand. Even angels, according to the Bible, long to look into these things, this mystery of salvation, because no one can understand. Apart from God, no one understands what happens in the core being of a person when they give their life to Christ. Having said that, let me share what I think um, saving faith is all about. God initiates this process when he uses his word or his message to convict us of our sin and of his righteousness. So when we hear the message, uh, we respond by repenting of our sin. And then deep in our heart, we accept Jesus as Savior and Lord over our lives. Let me add here that I'm not talking about saying a certain kind of prayer. This is an inward experience, an inward recognition or acknowledgement of the Lordship of Christ. And I said, this salvation is a mystery and it will lead you to confess Jesus as Lord if you have the capacity to speak. But then the confession is not the product of the salvation. Please let's note that. It is that mysterious recognition that is the product, that is the basis, that is the fundamental of the salvation. So if you cannot speak, you can still be saved. That is one thing that we need to note. And so when this inward or inner recognition takes place, God does something in the inner being of the person, in the core being of the person, what the Bible calls the heart of the person. Um, God does what I call spiritual heart surgery. That's the best way I can explain this, where he puts his spirit in our inner being. He puts his spirit in our heart. And this is how he puts us on a journey of what John calls eternal life. Um, Paul calls it new creation. Jesus calls it uh, spiritual birth or being born again. But the idea is the same, where God does something in the inner person so that he can enter into a new covenant relationship with that person. Now, let me talk about some of the marks or some of the characteristics of this new life or this eternal life from God. When you get into this relationship, the first thing I see is that inner witness, that peace with God. You begin to feel forgiven, assured that you are God's child. And this is what I think Paul means when he says that our spirit testifies with the spirit of God that we are children of God. And the second thing is that God gives you this desire to grow in this knowledge. And you do that through prayer, through fasting, through Bible study, through fellowshipping uh, with other people, what a Christians call uh, spiritual disciplines. These are things that you do to grow in this relationship. 
And then God gives you this desire, this grace for righteous living and righteous living according to his definition of righteousness, not your own or human definition of righteousness, but his definition as contained in the scriptures and in teachings and in the church tradition and all that. And so when we connect all these things to the topic of prayer, the first thing that I can say is that prayer is basically an expression of this divine relationship with God. And so as a Christian, when I pray, I'm communicating with God so that I can know him better. I can grow in my relationship with him and I can grow in this righteous um, living. I'll talk about it more if not, I continue. But the second thing that we have to note is that salvation is a gift from God. I think from what I said, it's initiated by God. It's a mystery, but it's God who starts the whole thing. But then this salvation or eternal life does not manifest itself automatically in your life because God has given every human being the gift of choice, volition. That's the power of choosing or determining or making a decision. And so for me, the Holy Spirit is in us as believers to enhance our capacity or our ability uh, to empower us to choose God's will over ours. But then he does not make the final decision for us. We do. And this is why in Philippians chapter 2 verse 12 and 13, Paul told the Philippian church, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. And so this means that the inner desire to choose or act in accordance with God's will comes from God. But this desire becomes a reality when we submit our will to God's will and then we choose to do his will over ours. So in this regard, I see prayer as an expression of our intention as believers to execute God's will or desires at work in us. And so when we pray as believers in Christ, one thing that we are telling God is that we are willing to do what he has called us to do. And so we are asking for his help. I'll end here and continue next week with more thoughts on the issue of prayer. Until then, may the Spirit of the Lord teach us to pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Watch and Walk Podcast with Ebenezer. Watch and Walk Podcast comes to you this and every Wednesday. To get notifications of new episodes, please subscribe. This podcast is brought to you by Watch and Walk Ministry. Visit us at watchandwalk.org to learn more about this ministry. God bless you.